it's about getting to it, getting through it and realizing there's no situation that a drink or drug won't make worse. And people have got to hold on to that for dear life. And that's why we can't do it alone. This is the Addiction Recovery Podcast with Stephen T. Ginsberg, founder of Restore Detox Centers in sunny California. Enjoy your experience. I don't know about you, Stephen, but there have been times in my life where I set goals and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to refrain from this, or I'm going to do this better. And then, you know, things are good. Like you have a good day and it's easy to keep those goals and those commitments. But then there's other days where you get like absolutely crapped on and it feels like your world is completely collapsing in on you. And whether I do it or not, or act upon it or not, sometimes in the back of my head, I have this attitude of like, screw it. I'm going to eat that chocolate bar. I'm going to go out for ice cream. I'm going to have that hamburger and, and fries mm-hmm. and pizza. Or I'm going to just go off my eating pattern. I'm not going to work out or whatever. So I, I imagine the same thing is true when you're working with people from a drug and alcohol addiction standpoint where they get sober and they're living this life of recovery. And then all of a sudden, something inevitably is going to happen in their life. You know, A family member is going to die. They get a divorce. They get fired from their job or some traumatic event trigger something in their head where they say, look, screw it. I'm going to go out there and drink, or I'm going to go smoke that doobie or do that line of Coke or whatever their, their drug of choice is. Talk to me a little bit about this, because I know you have experience from your side when your mom died and you were in recovery during this time period. Steve, absolutely. This, this falls right into the epitome of one of the, really one of the foundation pieces of ongoing sobriety, which really relates as well to life on life's terms. You know, things are going to happen when we get sober. Life is in session. The world doesn't stop because suddenly we stop doing the very behavior that was killing us. Uh, As you had mentioned, uh, you know, jobs are had, jobs are lost, relatives die, good and bad occurs. And one of the through lines is we just don't drink or drug no matter what. And that has got to be something consistently that we carry with us because it all boils down to acceptance and understanding that nothing can compromise that pursuit where we're taking care of and safeguarding our sobriety. Yeah. I mean, but aren't aren't there some circumstances where it may be warranted? I mean, what about on the positive side? It's like, woohoo, I just sold my company or I'm having my 50th birthday party and come on, it's just one Mm. glass of wine. Like what's the big deal? For the quote-unquote normal world who does not suffer from the ailment of addiction or alcoholism, there is no big deal. And and to your point, that that really will be a celebratory moment. You know, there's a big promotion. There's something tremendous that happens. There's a wedding. There's a baby that's born. And they toast with a glass of champagne. But, you know, always me and then we for the rest of the world. People like myself, I'm not going to have a glass of champagne. What I'm going to do is have a glass of champagne, finish a bottle of champagne, then find a drug dealer. And then the very party that's celebrating my 50th, they're going to be like, where did Steven go? Yeah. And that is just the difference between myself, anyone like me and the rest of the real world. And yes, there's some celebratory moments and there's some cultural events that are tied into. And I think it's a shame, but that's probably a whole nother conversation for you and I, you know, that very, very often, whether it's uh, mourning a loss or celebrating a gain or a birth, you know, we tie that in that moment of celebration and with alcohol, or even for some people with drugs and alcohol. I think especially with people who suffer from addiction and alcoholism, you're going to do nothing but diminish 
the beauty of the moment because now you are back to your age-old struggle, which is one is too many and a thousand is never enough. And that is just where the rubber meets the road for people like myself who struggle and who are also blessed and chosen for recovery. All right. Well, let's get a little personal here. Let's talk about your mom's passing. How old were you when your mom passed away? You know, my mom passed away almost two years ago. So uh, I was 52 years old and it was very sudden. Uh, she, she got very ill. Literally within 24 hours, uh, it was sad to say that, that she died. Uh, the, the blessing in that is, that is that she was no longer suffering. And I think it's a really good talking point. And here's where it's a good talking point. There was, this is a literal statement. There was never a moment amidst that crisis where I thought a drink or a drug would somehow make it better, would somehow give me the ability to cope with this devastating circumstance in in a more efficient way. As a matter of fact, what I knew, and I knew this from the years of trudging, from the years of sobriety, is, you know, when you have a crisis of any sort, yes, I lost my mom. It's tragic. If I go and I relapse, I can't even get to the tragedy of the loss of my mom. I can't even get to the mourning of the loss. I can't even get to a space where I can help my family who also is mourning that loss because I've just encumbered my entire family with the fact that, oh my gosh, Stephen just relapsed. How, how am I supposed to be of service to them or come alongside them or help them at all when they're sitting there thinking, my gosh, I hope he doesn't end up killing himself with drugs or alcohol. I'm the tragedy of mom's passing. So any yeah. any crisis, any circumstance that is a problem, you are making it worse and you're perpetuating a terrible result because you have to deal with the relapse that has just ensued. Okay, but hashtag real talk here, Stephen. Sure. I mean, when you got news of that, I mean, when you discover that, mm-hmm. I mean, it's so sudden out of nowhere. Yep. I mean, you did your mind at any point, like right when it happened or any point at, thereafter, yep. did, it, did it tempt you to go back to that? I mean, I know you like- rationally you're like yeah it's not going to solve any of my issues i'm not going to mm-hmm. go back there but your like animal side of you or whatever you want to call it was sure. ever like hey come do these drugs like come drink this booze or whatever you, you know steve i i can actually go back to some of that moment um i remember look you know we're in san diego my mom's in arizona i was on the plane flying out there and there was so much everything was so fast like we knew she was was critical. I was going to have to hurry up and get on the plane, get out there. I wanted to see her before she died. That, that's the bottom line. And we're just having a very transparent conversation here. And I got into some feelings and I got, I started to shed some tears and I was having some dialogue with Nicole, with my wife. And it, it defaulted to something that I believe in. The feelings, the tears, the hurt, that's not going to kill me. I'm going to survive through that and that will pass. And sometimes those things come up even today, those feelings. But drugs and alcohol can and will kill me. So it's a very permanent solution and potentially a very permanent solution to a a temporary set of feelings or issues and circumstances. So yes, there is that human side where you want to be comforted or seek comfort. But that is part of the beauty of sober lifestyle and sober repetition you, you want to have it ingrained in your DNA so your response and your reaction to trials and tribulations defaults to how you work your program. 
And the solution is within that. And it is life, again, a little bit repetitive, but it's important. And repetition is the key to this whole deal. It is about living life on life's terms. It is about acceptance and it's about understanding. Our lives are at risk. I've got to use an age-old analogy, and I'll stop here, but I want to share this with you. You know, you've got someone with a real serious peanut allergy. Like, it will kill them. Not just like EpiPen. Like, it's going to kill them. Six years from now, when they have an issue, they're not going to suddenly try a peanut and see if that helps. Yeah. That peanut's still going to kill them. Drugs and alcohol are the same. They're going to kill me. They weren't going to bring my mom back. They weren't going to help me deal with the pain of losing her. I needed to continue to live life on life's terms call my sponsor, get into prayer time, look at what I can do to be there with and for my family and realize that better days lay ahead. Yeah. Because there, there is that false notion where it's like, okay, in the short term, you know, maybe I can ease some of this pain with, mm-hmm. you know, this, these drugs and alcohol, I can numb myself. But to your point, yep. it's that peanut allergy. I like that analogy where it's like, ultimately it's going to kill you. That's right. It's very definitive. So I like it too. The topic's tough, but but this is an important topic because we get sober. The rest of the world doesn't stop revolving because we get sober. The world is coming. In this world, we'll have trouble. But like, you know, for me, my higher power, my Lord and Savior and sobriety overcomes the world. It's about getting to it, getting through it and realizing there's no situation that a drink or drug won't make worse. And people have got to hold on to that for dear life. And that's why we can't do it alone. That's why we've got to be in community. That's why we've got to be communal. That's why we've got to be at meetings. That's why we must have a sponsor. That's why we must have a relationship with some conception of a power greater than ourselves, because therein lies the solution. So what would you say to somebody, Stephen, who's sitting here thinking, you know what? Screw it. Like, Mm. why do I try? Why do I do all this? Bad crap always happens to me. I can't believe I lost my job. You know, they totally screwed me over. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm giving up. Screw it. Like, why do I care? Why do I care about myself? Why do I care about my future? What would you say to them? First and foremost, and most importantly, I empathize with any plight. I, I am never here to deny people's feelings. And very often, as, as you and I both know, life is not fair. It is just not fair. And that's okay. I empathize with the plight. I empathize with the pain and I will come alongside anyone and support them as they try to process and overcome those feelings. But I will say, you know, you can always find a reason to get higher, to get drunk. The ultimate reason to maintain your sobriety is because one of the things that's important is that we do not leave before the miracle. And there is so much that people will miss out on. That best day that is yet to come is just ahead of any of us, or that best hour that is yet to come, or that next breakthrough that is yet to come is just ahead for any of us. That all gets derailed. We miss that entire event if we compromise our sobriety. Well, and I love how you said earlier where the pain may be excruciating, like no doubt. I've been through mm-hmm. some terrible times, so have you, but it's not going to kill you. No. And, you know, I, I don't take that lightly and I don't mean to diminish anybody's feelings because Never. you're in dark days, like it's seriously dark and you feel like the world is like collapsing in on you and it's real. 100%. It's real. You, so you, I never you know, Steve, I want to I, I mention one more thing very quickly because it just came to me. It's on my heart and, and I'll make it quick. You know, I, I had a very long, substantial career in commercial real estate. 
and a company that I was very invested in and that I worked a long time with and had very good results with decided to eliminate my position because I had made a choice that going to church was going to be a priority for me and they wanted me to work on Sunday. That's all okay. But this was a 31 year career. I wasn't with this company 31 years, but 31 years I had been in this end of things as far as work goes in commercial real estate. There was literally never a moment. This was in 2018. There was never a moment amidst that. And I was devastated. I never considered drinking or drugging or relapsing because I knew there was a plan. I knew there was a greater power than myself at work. I knew this was happening for a reason. And I knew if I was going to get to resolution and get to the solution and get into the promises. And if you don't know the promises, just do me one favor, guys, look up the 12 promises in AA. They're all true. I knew if I was going to get to the promises, I had to amidst this chaos maintain my sobriety. And I did. And you know what, Steve, you and I are sitting here in real time, living out part of the blessing of that event, because I would never be on this podcast with you, nor doing the work that the Lord's chosen me for, and chosen you to come alongside, restore with, if that didn't happen. So what a gift that turned out to be. I would have never gotten to the gift without the trials and tribulations of them eliminating my position. Yep. And that stuff's always going to happen. And look how beautiful your life is now. So it's such a great testament to what we're speaking about today. If you're listening to this and you want to connect with us, it's very easy. You can email us at hello at restoreddetoxcenters.com. Also be sure to check out the resources that we've prepared for you on our website at restoredetoxcenters.com. We'd love to hear from you, Stephen. Great doing an, another episode with you as always. Steve, thanks for tackling such a huge and imperative topic. And if you are out there and you have anything on your mind or your heart, we really do want to connect with you and just everyone stay safe, stay sober and realize that we all have the opportunity a day at a time to live in the solution.